Hello there, everyone. My name is Aaron Burr. Welcome to the We All Can Change podcast. Here I help others heal the earth to live a more fulfilled and healthier life. I like to keep things pretty lighthearted, so that's why I do all this in a non-extreme and not-too-serious way. Seriously. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to episode 35. Took a little bit of a break. Had two weeks off there again. Another two-week break for Aaron. (laughs) Uh, Unintentionally, though, this time it wasn't really planned. Hey, today we're talking about how to have... How to have how to have those difficult conversations, those conversations that involve, you know, hot topic ideas or even controversial ideas, ideas that spark emotion and and are oftentimes really difficult to have, but but are needed in order for us to to grow as individuals, to connect better and to better society. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to approach an argument or conversation, when to walk away from that conversation or argument, and also dive into leading with compassion. Lord knows we need more of that compassion in the world. (laughs) If I sound a little nasally, that's because I'm a little nasally. I was sick for the past week, really. Yeah. So, so in, in in case none of you follow me on social media, or or some of you don't, uh, I got my laptop stolen in Ecuador. Long story short, the dude was just like full blown professional. So, so I don't really feel too bad about myself. <laughs> uh, but I got my laptop stolen. I was heading south and I went to the beach in Peru to just kind of like gather my thoughts on what I want to do. Um, stayed there for a few days and then I uh, head down to Lima to find a new laptop. So I lost a week of episode of an episode there and then didn't find a laptop that was like anywhere close to affordable like everything is just double the price and I mean I I could afford it but like like I don't want to just fork out unnecessary money so you know I kind of had the feeling that I wanted to come back anyways to the U.S. and so I figured it'd be a good excuse to to come back and get a new laptop and spend the holidays with family and friends so so that's where I am now, back in the U.S. I'm in St. Petersburg, Florida. I got sick on top of that, so I had another week off. So it was two weeks off total. Yeah. Anyways, now you're caught up. So, so unless unless you're talking to a computer or or some sort of artificial intelligence and hard having an argument with them or they or it having an argument with its, you got to remember that, that people are human beings, right? This is, I'm diving into how to approach these conversations and how to approach arguments, especially on these deep, deep topics that just somehow, for some reason, instantly bring up tons of emotion. 
And I think this will be useful because of the holidays, you know, staying with family, staying with friends and, and bringing up these topics that you care so much about and you want to see what your friends think, see what your family thinks. And, uh, yeah, it can get, it can get messy if you're not keeping things in check. So yeah, first and foremost, we're talking to human beings. Each person has their own set of parents or lack thereof parents, their own set of schooling or no schooling. They have their own place of growth. They've grown up in this own, their own environment that's much different from ours. It could be similar to ours, but oftentimes it's not the same. And this therefore creates a different person. It creates a person that has different views, different beliefs, and and a lot of times it's out of their control. A lot of, a lot of influence is from our parents. A lot of it's from our environment, what's happened to us in our younger years. And and we got we have to keep that in mind. You know, not to say that that's how I was raised is just an excuse for everything bad that we do, you know? At some point, we do need to learn and we do need to change, and that's on us. But we, but we do have to keep that in mind that that's how they were raised. And if you want to get to people at all or reach people at all, you have to come from a place that they'll understand. If we're not speaking the same language and if we're not approaching each other with that understanding, then we're not going to get anywhere. It's tough, though. It's, it's tough, especially if we're already in the conversation or in the argument and people have said things that, that hurt our feelings or they hurt our friends or they, you know, they, they attack and challenge our beliefs, right? But, but this is what's needed. We, we spend our lives building up these beliefs and these values and we, we share them on social media and God forbid anyone else has different views than us. And if we're attacked, we don't we don't have this experience to react properly. We don't have the experience to present an argument, right? We're we're not we're not good at this anymore. And that needs to change if we wanna if we wanna get somewhere in life, right? Another Another good way to approach an argument or a conversation is is to not have the goal of changing their mind, right? No one likes no one likes being changed. No matter I don't care who you are. Most people most people are okay with change, but they just hate being changed, right? People don't hate change, they hate being changed. Uh, Josh from The Minimalist said that, which he probably got from someone else. I don't really know who, but but yeah, I've lived with that for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you approach something with this obvious goal and this obvious plan to change someone and you're on this mission, it automatically shuts people down and... and, and me too. Like I like if someone came in and, and I obviously saw they were they were trying to change me, who I was, it feels like an attack on my personal self. And it you know, it feels personal. It feels 
it doesn't feel good. And so I, I shut down right away. I would, I would do the same thing. So we can't have this goal of changing their mind, whether it be obvious or not obvious. We can't have that goal. We, you know, for approaching these conversations instead, an alternative would be to listen, to ask questions, to dig deeper on, on these issues and, and try and find out where they're coming from, actually hear them. You know, there's hearing people and then there's hearing people. <laughs> uh, and you need to actually hear what people are saying and you need to actually feel what people are saying. And then from there, you can talk about your ideas and, and your feelings and your, your beliefs. Uh, but you'll be able to approach your side of things from a place of their understanding, right? You can understand them, they can understand you, and from there, you can share your thoughts. And that that typically goes way smoother because you're cautious of, of saying things that you wouldn't have known earlier, you know, that, that would maybe offend people or, or, you know, just ruin the conversation and, and make it emotional or personal. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I guess part of that too is, is being aware of, of people's reactions, right? You know, even if you have listened, even if you have asked questions, um, dug deeper, maybe you, you didn't get the whole picture. And so you, yeah, you have to be aware of, of how people are reacting in order to have a constructive and successful and, and uh, beneficial conversation. Yeah, you got to be able to, to read if people are, are just kind of done talking about it, if they are offended by something you said, when they react to something or, or how they react to something. You know, if, if, if I'm at the grocery store and some stranger is talking to me and I'm like just obviously trying to grocery shop and my reaction is like looking at the shelves, like desperately trying to grocery shop away from the stranger, that person should be able to, to see that and, and think, oh, this person would like to grocery shop. So I'm going to end this conversation and let him do that. But surprisingly, a lot of people don't. And maybe, I mean, maybe a lot of, a lot of people have, you know, some sort of issue that prevents them from understanding that. And I get that, but, but that's just a good example. Um, being, <laughs> being aware of, of people's reactions <clears throat> with, with big topic stuff, you know, with, with, I like to use the example if you're having a conversation about the issue of does climate change exist versus does climate change not exist? And you know what you're on one side, the other person on the other side, totally opposite, seemingly nothing in common. And that's really tough to talk about because it's like, where do you start? Where do you go from there? And, and so my advice with, with how to approach this and how to approach really any, any of these big topic issues that, that have become surprisingly so polarized, they're really not that polarized in the end. And a way to get to a way to realize that is to turn to your own experiences about why, why you have 
acted this way and why you've chosen to to believe this way and how you've benefited personally you know so an example would be i talk about this quite a bit but but an example would be you know acting personally on a pers- on an individual level on the environment the benefits to that there's plenty of health benefits to say changing your diet or you know driving less or biking more you know all these things so so you could talk about hey i've i've decided i want to better my impact on an individual level because it not only helps my physical health it also helps my mental health knowing that i'm doing my part and i'm living up to my own values so it really just benefits me. It's it's almost like a selfish thing. And so that's why I do it personally. And that's how I've benefited. Um, another re- example could be, you know, why I why I chose to believe in this is, is I've accepted other things in the world that have equal to or even less scientific backing. So, and so I should accept something with so much scientific backing as climate change, you know, something like that where it, where it shifts to you and it shifts to, well, this is just my personal opinion. This is just my personal experience. This is just my reason. I'm not trying to say anything for you to do. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm not trying to get you to change. (laughs) Right. So, so you have to shift to this, this personal, you know, how you've benefited psychologically that's that's really the only way to get people to change i mean i mean you can you can torture someone and force them to change and like completely rewire their brain but but that doesn't sound too great right <laughs> um and and guilting them in and you know making people feel bad and making people the bad person that that never works and it never has worked and psychologists will tell you that time and time again. Yet we continue to do that, you know, environmental organizations or or social justice organizations or groups. You know, they they turn we turn to we're turning to like hate and turning to um making people the bad the bad person. Is that like villainizing? <coughs> villainizing? V- villain? Like I'm thinking of like victimization, but you know, making it like the bad person. I don't really know what the word is, but anywho, things need to change. And I think we need to turn inward to show these benefits, right? And and it's it seems like counterintuitive and it seems like, wow, we don't have the time to do that shit, Aaron. Um, but it's it's surprisingly the only way psychologically you know, just it, and it, and it honestly, it it makes us more open to to people asking more questions and and changing their ideas on these on these issues. You know that that need to be changed. So, so you're in a conversation. You're talking about your own personal experiences. You're listening. You're asking questions. You're doing all these good things, but there's sometimes where where even though you've done all these things 
it's just not going well, right? And so it's it's okay to walk away from these conversations and these arguments, especially if it's hurting us or if it's if we're feeling threatened or or uh, unsafe or uh, or it's just not benefiting us. You know, it's not getting anywhere. It's okay to walk away. Like it's it's our time. Our time is valuable, and we should be able to spend it how we want, right? So so you know, so things things to look at is is when the argument turns to to each other like if you're you know if you're debating on the environment or you're debating on you know so, some sort of social justice issue and the argument tor- turns towards well you don't do this and and well you do this and well blah 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 anything that turns personal it's not it, it's immediately shifted from from the topic you were talking about to just attacking each other right it's not it's not getting anywhere and that's not going to do anything certainly not going to change anyone and it's a it's a it's just it's just an inexperienced um you know conversationist uh or or um someone that hasn't argued about their issues before typically if we're inexperienced with this we turn to personal attacks right and and we listen to little mistakes that people have said and, and, and try and fact check them and, and all this stuff. Right. Uh, so when things turn, turn to each other, that's a great time to walk away. Um, let's see. I mean, I mean, overall, you know, tension, tension is okay. And it's actually good to, to, you know, develop your, your stance and your argument and your basis on on why you believe what you do and and why you approach things the way you do. So t- tension is good, you know, friction is good, but too much and we can snap, right? You don't want too much tension because it's it, a lot of, a lot of us can't really separate these emotions from the argument and, and when you have too many emotions the argument really isn't getting anywhere and it just turns just turns uh, negative and it's stressful and it's uh, bad for our health and and all these things so that's a good time to walk away as well you know if you can't if you can't separate this this view of the other person uh, based on their views like if you're if your view of the person is getting negatively affected by their personal views you know in a in a way that is going to harm your relationship or your friendship or or um yeah like ruin your day you know that's a good time to walk away like if you can't separate the two um then yeah you shouldn't be having the conversation you know you need to step take a step back you need to maybe grow and maybe we need to think about how to approach this differently next time, right? Yeah, I mean, if if you're repeating yourselves, if you're just saying the same thing over and over again, um, that's another good thing uh, to, to look for. If you're not getting, you know, if the conversation's kind of over, but but you end up just <laughs> deeply, deeply, uh, passionately repeating yourselves over and over again, <laughs> it's a good time to walk away. <laughs> Or just end the conversation. I don't. I'm not saying like you have to like just leave this person. If you're like a friend and you're at like dinner, you don't have to walk away 
the dinner table. But sometimes walking away is good to like clear the air and reset. But but yeah, I mean, I'm just really just saying ending the conversation. Um, but sometimes it does require to walk away. Yeah. So so those are all good things to think about. Um, as far as as far as you know, leading with compassion. Hmm. This is the third idea that I wanted to talk about. You know, we've been we've been recently diving pretty deep into this this call out culture, you know, through especially like through sexual harassment and, and racism and and uh, calling out corporations on on unethical practices. You know, it's a call out culture that's that's really we've been using that to to disguise our our hate, right? Our our hate for these groups and for good reason or, or for not for good reason, but for uh, reason. Yeah. Like I understand, I understand why we are feeling this hatred and feeling this anger towards these people, towards these groups, towards these businesses. It, you know, it feels good to, to express that. And it feels good to call them out and, and say bad things and say how terrible of people they are. Yeah, we've we've turned this this you know being vocal more about things and calling things out, which is good, but we've used it as a way to just preach more hate, right? Under the skies of of no, no, no. I'm just calling people out on their shit, right? I'm gonna call you out on your shit uh, when in reality we're just you know either feeding our egos. Or we're, you know, preaching more hate to, I guess, extinguish other hate, which doesn't really work, as we've seen time and time again in history of mankind. <laughs> you know, beating beating someone down that may be literally evil uh, doesn't kill the idea or the environment that put them there in the first place, right? You know, focusing our our so much energy on on putting like a rapist or an abuser in jail, you know, justice justice is one thing for sure, but but all that does is put them into a system that allows them to keep doing that or or to um have that done to them, which 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 doesn't make them a better person. You know, it's actually shown that that prisons and jails they they make people worse and and so is that really what we want we want to we want to feel so much hate that that we throw people in a jail that that makes them worse you know and and create more victims out of that is that really what we want to do and and you know it's it's tough it's tough to to tell people that that's not the right way because we don't have another solution. We don't have anywhere else to put, you know, someone like an abuser or, or someone like that. Uh, we don't have another system set up right now, right? Everyone just goes to jail <laughs> and gets, you know, no help at all. Like, like you know, the it's just a vicious cycle and maybe they get out at some point and, and they're probably worse off, right? 
It, it certainly doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't change the environment. It doesn't kill the idea that put them there in the first place, right? It, it, it certainly might empower uh, the victim involved. It might give them closure. But you can get closure and empowerment other ways. Um, I'm not saying that those people shouldn't be in jail. Uh, but, but I guess it just kind of runs along the line of, of we're focusing all our energy on punishing these people when in reality we should be creating a environment and a, a place for these people to change and these people to, yeah, change their mind about things and, and their way of life and their way of thinking about, about life and about others, right? Of different backgrounds, sexes, and, and, um, what have you, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, a good example too would be like our president, right? We're focusing all of our energy on hating this one person, when in reality, it's it's it, you know we're not we're not focusing on we're totally avoiding the issue of of what put him there in the first place. And I don't mean I'm not even just talking about the underlying racism and and um corporate greed that put him there. I mean, the issues that are facing everyday people, you know, everyday human beings, the the, the people that put our president in in power aren't bad people at all. And and actually, uh, you know, if you looked at who they are, that they're actually um, very kind and general and average, average human beings, right? Like, like your everyday person is what I'm trying to say that, but those everyday people are facing, you know, terrible, terrible issues like job loss. And like, you know, they've, they've lived their lives in this industry. That's just not even there anymore. And so you have these issues, you know, that's just like to name a couple, but like you have these huge issues that, that are creating these terrible conditions for people and we've seen time and time again in history that that when things are bad, we always turn to people that that give us, you know, someone to blame or something to blame, and 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 uh, that's how people are wired, right? We want to blame others for our own issues or for or for we want to blame others for others' issues, <laughs> lots of others. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of us talk about the underlying racism and and everything in in society that that put our president into play, which may be true for sure. Um, but we we need to talk about also the issues in the U.S. that that created voters to vote for him, right? Um, we see this time and time again. It's it's happens all the time you know it's when things are bad we turn to someone or a group or something specific and and tangible to blame right an issue right and i mean we didn't we didn't have to waste so much energy on this because he's getting himself impeached anyways (laughs) Uh, i want i think i think like people are like everyone's voting on it before christmas so like we'll no soon 
you know, outside of the country, you tend to like turn away from American politics. Um, it's like the last thing you want to think or talk about. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we didn't have to waste the energy because he's doing it to himself. You know, it's like, I don't know. But but we also don't want to waste the energy or the hate because it's just not a good thing to do, right? Instead, we should be focusing on uh, the issues that 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 put him there in the first place, whether it be, uh, yeah, like the underlying um, greed or racism or, or whatnot, but also the terrible issues that, that everyday people uh, are facing, that, that they've turned to him for for help and and they're not getting it, obviously. You know, one of the hardest things is to be, you know, show compassion and show kindness in the face of, of evil or, or even ignorance, right? It's so difficult. And it's like, it's like you have to like almost bite your tongue. God, I'm getting so nasally. You have to like almost bite your tongue and just be like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Wow. Or, Oh, let me explain that to you. Sometimes you do have to do that, right? But 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 a lot of times we can come from a place of understanding. We can come from a place of authentic compassion, right? And and we have to. It's the hardest thing, but it requires some dare I say maturity in life, right? We got we got to get a little mature. I know. You know, it's easy it's easy to to hate someone or it's easy to hate people that are hating someone. You know, there's a lot of people that I talk to that, that are talking about, Oh, everyone's so mad at, at our president, but you also have to come at it with compassion on that angle too. You have to say, Hey, why are they hating this person? How are they being affected? What is he saying? That's making them hurt, right? These people are hurting and we shouldn't just, just, brush that off and call them snowflakes or call them uh, fragile, right? This is re- these are real issues and these are affecting real people. And we need to acknowledge that. We need to acknowledge that on all sides. We need to come at it with compassion because what else is there? You know, it, you can have your health, you can have a lot of money, you can have success. But if you don't have love, and if you don't have compassion in life, like, I don't really know what there is. I don't, I don't know. Anywho's, um, yeah, I mean, hate, hate won't extinguish different hate. That's what I wrote down. Um, that's, that's true in all senses of the, of the word and in all angles of the word, right? Um, hating a president or hating people that hate a president. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, oh my God, it doesn't get anywhere. And, and, a lot of the backbone to the things that I want to start, like like the things I've started already, like We All Can Change or the nonprofit stuff or the, the business stuff I want to get into in the future, a lot of the backbone is is based on compassion, right? And so I feel like I feel like personally I I need to be practicing what I preach a little bit more actively. You know, they they say you teach what you need the most and I think that's definitely true. So it makes me feel a little bit okay that I'm not great at this. But I I I wasn't always like this. Like I like I and and, and I'm, let me just let me just say like I feel like I'm a I'm a pretty kind person and I'm, I give everyone a chance and even a second chance and 
and I, I lead with kindness and what I can give and, and, and all that. But, but I feel like I definitely have changed over the past few years during all the, all the crazy, crazy shit going on. Uh, I kind of let it, you know, get to me a little bit. Kind of let it. I kind of let it toughen my skin up a little bit, in a good way. But but also, um, it's affected my my active compassion uh, towards people. I used to spend my days like like going out and seeing how I can help people or make people laugh or make people smile, and that's kind of changed a little bit. Um, and, and so I was thinking about that for a while, and when when I saw It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood came out uh, in theaters, I was like really excited to go see it because I've had this on my mind for a while about compassion and kindness. And and while, while I feel like I'm a, I'm a pretty kind person, I, I definitely have changed uh, over the past few years from, from those issues. And, and, I, and I, I've changed a lot for the better, but also some ish, some parts of me i i want to kind of change back as well because i i think there are good parts that have been affected um yeah just like being more actively like giving and more consciously compassionate <laughs> consciously compassionate yeah it, it's a, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood really good movie you should go watch it i mean like tom hanks is the perfect perfect actor for that like it's just like he's just so he's just so kind and like it's just it's it's so good i I saw in the theaters uh two nights ago it was amazing so give it a look-see a gander a watch and i think you'll like it maybe it'll motivate you to be more compassionate because it's like contagious (laughs) and i'm sure that's how he was like i'm sure that's how uh, Mr. Rogers was in real life is just like contagious kindness, right? And and that's that's the only way to 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 look at these issues and to approach these these issues of hate and these these dark dark deep depressing issues, right? Is to look at it with kindness and compassion because that is the only way you'll you'll get through the end. You know, if you get lost in hate and you get lost in in you know, just, just playing the same game. It's not going to, it's not going to get anywhere. It's just going to be a vicious cycle back and forth, back and forth, you know, politic wise, it's going to be every four years you get somewhere and every four years you go right back to where you were, you know, it's, it's a vicious cycle and and the cycle needs a change. So that's what this episode is for. And I hope, I hope these conversations and these, I hope these conversation tips uh, helped you out today. Yeah. (laughs) I'm happy to be back. I'm going to go blow my nose and, and like, just, I don't know, maybe just cut my whole nose off because my, it's so, it's so plugged. But, but anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, if you want to help me out, you can subscribe to, uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, you can share it around your friends or family, and you know maybe share this episode of to people that need a little bit more compassion or need a little bit more conversation skills uh um you can let's see what else can you do yeah share it around for me that'd be great i i I really appreciate all the support y'all y'all have been giving me it's it's been awesome um 
If you want to support me further, you can do so by going to patreon.com uh, slash we all can change. I create a, I have a Patreon page and, and what it does is it allows you to pay a certain amount a month, like just the cost of a tea, like $2 a month or five or 10 up to you. And you get things in return. So you get like discounts on my services or you get uh, specific like exclusive content and behind the scenes stuff. It's really just like a more personal um, tight knit community that I'm building uh, in the background. It also helps me fund all of this work and yeah, allows me to spend more time on this. I spend quite a bit of time all for free. You know, I do all this for free and, and, and I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I, I want to, I want to give all of this to people for free. Like I don't want people to be restricted of this information uh, because they don't have money to spend or because they're in debt or what have you. So, so yeah, if you have the money, uh, you can support me on patreon.com. If you want to stay updated on what's new, you can do so by going to weallcanchange.com, entering the email in the top of any page and you get an email every week, uh, once a week, every Sunday. And yeah, it's just updates on what's new, like, like, with We All Can Change, with me, with my life, podcast, blog posts. Um, in this week, I talked about an article I was featured in by Soul Sisters Way. Um, yeah, it was a really, really cool blog that they're doing over there. Um, and they, they asked of some questions about sustainability. And so they did a blog post about that with me. So yeah, it was really good. And I liked it a lot. And they had good questions. So I'll, I'll link that in the show notes as well. But yeah, so you can stay updated like that. It's like uh, it's like a Sunday paper. It's like Eco Church. Hey, also I I I wanted to mention too that I I actually provide consulting services that I don't really talk about a whole lot because I don't want it to be like my primary you know lead with this. But but yeah, I actually provide personal consulting for people that want to you know, really, really change their lives for the better, whether it be environment, health, or fulfillment. Uh, I offer that to people that, that have the money to spend and they have, um, the t- they don't, they don't really quite have the time or they're really overwhelmed and they want some direct help from me. I work one-on-one with people, uh, for whether it be for a green audit, which is really just, just telling people where they're at in life and they can do the rest. Or I work with people for um, four weeks, or three months, or six months. So different different time frames and different prices associated with that. So so give it out a look if you're interested in that. That'll also help fund all of this as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate the business. I appreciate your support. Thank you all so much. I love love all of y'all. I'll talk to you next week. Take care. <laughs>